Hey there, you. Welcome, and you're tuned in to The Guts To Be. I'm your host, Tammy Davis, and today we're talking about the guts to be confident. I have to tell you, it's been an interesting couple of days. I have found myself, I don't want to say hooked on Clubhouse, uh, not that I've gotten into speaking over there as much as I've gotten into just picking through what people are interested in. Um, I'm very much about wanting to know what people want to hear about. So with that said, if there's a topic that you would like to hear me speak about, write about, let me know. Tell me at beremarkablyhealthy.com. Let me know on how I can provide you with information that changes your life today. That's what this is all about. And so while I was hanging out, this was yesterday, I was over in Clubhouse. I already just was, it was endless. I was just enamored with the conversation. Actually, it's been a couple of days now, just really taken with a lot of conversations. And while you can search for like different rooms or different clubs, um, I haven't, let's just be real. I haven't picked anything around. I haven't searched for the, the word confident at all. Um, it was just something that all of a sudden discussions all day yesterday bouncing around were about confidence. And if I was in one room and listening to a conversation um, with some brilliant ideas and strategies, and people were popping in and, and speaking, and they had just come from another room that was talking about confidence. It was like Tuesday, July 13th was all about confidence. And so I thought, damn, this is what people are looking for. They want to know how to be confident. And so this just got me to thinking. So I sat down and wrote a blog um, you can find that link in the in the description, um, in the notes below. And that one's titled, When Confidence Escapes You, Do This. And of course, it includes essential oil suggestions because if you are standing at the, at the edge of the stage and about to go on to speak, you don't have time to ruminate about what the hell caused you to lose confidence in yourself. Um, <laughs> so using oils helps in that moment. Um, but I'm not going to tell you what those are here. If you want to find out, you got to go read the blog because I just, yeah, I, um, I want my audience to be engaged. So take a look at that piece and let me know if you have any questions about it. By the way, there is also a masterclass coming up on July 29th. Um, it takes place at 2.30 Eastern, which I believe is 11.30 California time. So yeah, it's a two-hour program and we're going to jump into the six steps the six steps of awakening confidence. And um, yeah, if you want to know more about that, you, again, you can read the blog, you can, you know, um, there's a link to click on that there. But ultimately what you get from that is access. You get transformation, man. You get transformation. Your life will fundamentally change. And so the question I have for you is, what does confidence provide for you? How will it transform your life? Because I'm committed to you having that. And by participating in that masterclass, you have my you have my investment in your breakthrough. You have accountability because practice makes perfect, also known as confidence. And of course, there's community because we all like to be championed and celebrated. So that's what's available when you join um, in that masterclass because that does take place in a private Facebook group. 
But as far as this podcast is concerned today, I wanted to go a little bit deeper than what I did in the blog post. Um, and really kind of address a couple of points that I didn't specify. And those include service and judgment. And so as I got to thinking about confidence and how to continually feel confident or be able to access our confidence, um, one way to go about it is to stand in the space of how can I serve? How can I make this be a win? Make this be a win-win. You know, it's not about you winning and somebody else losing or somebody else winning and you losing. It's about how can I win? And if we come at, you know, let's just say you're going in for a job interview, possibly, uh, you know, you're going to pitch um, a contract, what have you. If you're going in and this is all about you needing to win, chances are, it, well, it's going to undermine your confidence. It's going to come across sticky, icky, and something people are going to be like, mm, I'm not so sure about this person. But if you go into it like, I'm here for you to win. The other day I was listening to a, a gentleman by the name of John Lee. And one of the things, he was giving eight, sorry, ten I think it was 10, 10 strategies of the wealthy. And one of the ones he brought up was negotiation. I think that was number six. He brought in negotiation. And what he was saying about negotiation is that it needs to be a win-win. And sometimes um, on the win-win, you kind of discount, you take a discount. Because as long as you can help somebody else win and you create a raving client, a raving customer, you ultimately win because they'll keep coming back for more. So when we look at coming at this, you know, at, at a, like I said, at pitching a project or stepping into a job or making a decision about, you know, whether or not to, to buy a house or how to, what have you, make a video. Does it make any difference where we're seeking to have confidence in? If we come at this from the place of service, how can I serve the people that will be touched by this? How can I help them win by me showing up? See, a lot of us get really, really attached to the outcome, how things are going to, you know, we have to have it look a certain way. And yet, you know, John Lee is um, very prominent in his, you know, in the world of business. And um, I took his words very seriously. And, you know, just for the record, his number one was mindset. It was all about managing your emotions. And so that really does play into confidence. Um, I'm just looking at his list here. So the first one was managing your emotions. And so, yes, that does. When the more we can reduce our reactions or eliminate our reactions to our thoughts and just have a thought be something, just a thought, and, and remain as neutral as possible about it, we can come at something with far more confidence than if we were like an emotional train wreck or feeling really unstable. So that factors into how we serve people because if you need somebody to do something with you, 
because you're feeling desperate, there's no confidence in there. Another one was communication. We, if we're not confident in who we are, in our nature, look, you know, as I mentioned in the blog post, if you, if you tell yourself you're lacking confidence, you're bullshitting yourself. You don't lack confidence. You're just not accessing it. That's the reason why the, the masterclass is called awakening confidence. So communication really rests on the fact that you can tap into that divine nature and disregard any nonsensical statements that have ever been made to you throughout your life. Because the bottom line is when we feel like, um, in, even in the previous episode on respect, when we feel like we're not being respected, we're not being accepted, there's a judgment in there. And so when someone tell, and, and our confidence gets undermined when people are judging our behaviors, and the interesting thing is, is that we tend to take it personally, or for that matter, I've heard people, you know, go, well, you're being this way, you're being that way. No, I'm not actually, you know, my being is my being. That's an entirely different, that's separate from my behavior. If I'm behaving a certain way, then say I'm behaving a certain way, say I'm acting a certain way. But these judgments, and oftentimes these come at us, um, a great example is, well, there's a couple of them actually. So I was speaking with a friend in Berlin this morning, and we both have a very similar story. Um, as children, we, you know, for myself, I was told I was too much. Tammy, just, just dial it down. You're just, you're too much. This is too much to handle. I was, I questioned everything too much. I was overly enthusiastic. I was overly, you know, like I said, I was overly curious. Um, I mean, these are the things I was hearing. I was too much. And um, I was excited by life. Um, and what I eventually learned was that it wasn't that I was too much. It was, I was the people that I was around couldn't accept the fact that they couldn't be that way. Because as children, we come in, you know, we are full. I mean, we're just nothing but embodied beings. You know, we're open, we're wise. There's so much light that comes in with the child. And if it's blinding because somebody's wallowing in their shadows, then it, what ultimately happens is they'll tell you that it's unacceptable. It's, it's unacceptable to them. Doesn't mean you're un unacceptable, but it's not how it's languaged. It, we are told that we are unacceptable. And so therefore now we seek our entire lives to be accepted. And we, we lose touch with our confidence because of that. Um, the same thing with my friend in Berlin, very, very same thing, you know, different story and along the same lines. And when I, like I go to the gym and I get on the elliptical and I love it. You know, the first few minutes it's like just warming up, but then all of a sudden I can feel, um, I am able to, I can focus on different muscle groups and I can access those muscle groups and I can maintain my momentum and I love how my body feels. But in the meantime, I'm working really hard. I'm breaking out of sweat. And by the way, I'm really proud of breaking out in a sweat because for years I didn't sweat. And, um, and I notice older people looking at me 
just sitting and staring. And I, the first thing that goes to my mind, you know, and you know, I'm not immune to losing confidence in that moment. I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm not sitting there. I'm running and looking at them and going, am I making a spectacle of myself? I mean, I'm not singing. I'm not flailing my arms. I'm just on the elliptical having a good time. But I got people staring at me. And then I dawned on me that they're looking at me because what, what are they doing? Well, they're sitting on a machine, you know, one of the weight machines and it's not even free weights. It's just, a, it's a weight machine. They're just sitting there and they do their little 10 reps and then they just stop and they got nothing else to do, but sit there and look around. You know, the young people get on their phones and there's just a different level of effort that's being applied. Somebody said to me today, I can't believe how much your hips hurt. You say, you know, you have, because I have arthritis. I've been told I have arthritis in every joint in my body. Um, and yet I can run like that and, you know, 10 and a half miles in under an hour. And, um, and it feels, it feels phenomenal. And yet I got people sitting around looking at me like it's, it's making them uncomfortable because I'm making them uncomfortable. It's almost like they're staring at me like to get me off the machine. And I'm not going to do it because I like the way it feels and I'm confident, you know, I want to maintain my confidence, but it's just, I, and I saw that as this is what our society does is if something makes another person uncomfortable, like in my case, as a child, I made people uncomfortable. You know, my house was children were to be seen and not heard. And here I was coming in like this big character, I mean, big and bold and colorful and having a grand time. And all I kept hearing was I was too much is because what I was doing is I was making everyone else uncomfortable. My father, emotions just disrupted him to the core. He was not, I mean, he was, well, I always under, from a very young age, I thought stoic meant just emotionalist, emotionalist. He really wasn't a stoic in the real true sense of a stoic. He just was just apathetic, I guess you could say. And my mother, on the other hand, was an absolute rageaholic. So I had the best of both worlds. But yet there was no enthusiasm. There was no excitement about life. Life was to be taken seriously. It was all work and no play. We were only allowed to play when the work was done. This is how I was raised. So for a child to come in and to be so happy to be here was hard for them. It was, it was, it, it was hard for them to accept because it made them uncomfortable. So the only way we know, I mean, I don't know about you. Well, yeah, I do know about you. We get uncomfortable. I, and I learned this through yoga. The second we feel uncomfortable, we either push really fast through it. You know, like we just rush through it or we back off. But we, we do everything we can to relieve the discomfort. And this is what people are doing with one another. When we feel uncomfortable with somebody, we do everything we can to push, to make it up, to make it comfortable again. And if it tells, if it means telling them to stop doing something, we're going to tell them to stop doing something because somehow or another, we don't take responsibility for just getting ourselves out of there. We try to force somebody else to um, um, acquiesce to what we want and need and expect. 
this is what gets to the confidence level. This is what undermines our confidence. And this is the part that I want to eradicate when it comes to our children, to eradicate when it comes to women, to eradicate when it comes to young men who have been traumatized by parents who, and, and, and please forgive me, um, and I say this with all due respect, however, I have witnessed it by parents who have raised young men to be emotionless. I mean, it's the reason why my first marriage ended because my boys were not allowed to have emotions. They had to suck it up. And I feel like men deserve the opportunity to feel and express just as much as a woman does. So that's why this program is on. It's the guts to be confident. It's the guts to be because the world needs you. So again, those links to the blog and to the masterclass are in the description box. Um, and I hope to see you there. Please message me with any questions you have about this episode or any other health related issues. I'm always happy to create content for you. And as I said, always looking for topics and confidence was one that came into view yesterday. The universe is going, we need you to do this. So here I am. I hope this helps you. If I've left anything out or you have any questions about this particular topic, again, let me know. I am here for you. I'm invested in you having a remarkable, remarkably healthy life. Until later, thank you so much for being here and I love you.